Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Three huge things just happened, folks. Let's start with inflation. How would you feel if you knew, despite all the whining and complaining, that our federal government continues day in and day out to do the very things that are causing inflation to skyrocket and that it's gotten so bad that Wall Street elite institutions are now begging our federal government to stop. Wait, did you miss that? Stick with me. I'll tell you who's doing it, who's begging them to stop and what they could do right now to make the price escalation you see every time you go to the grocery store end. In fact, a lot of the people you see on TV complaining about Biden's inflation were actually responsible for this. But first... Here's the horrifying figure from today. Producer price inflation. The wholesale price. Is this what producers pay for the stuff that they're putting into their supply lines? Yeah, it's almost 10% year over year. That number just came out. That's horrifying. It's 9.7, which means that's already in the pipeline. It's what you're going to be paying in a couple months when we look back fondly on the horrific 7.5% inflation number. But why is it going up? Why is the chicken at the store increasingly so shockingly expensive? Because the Federal Reserve lied. The head of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, a real shyster, said a couple of months ago that we were going to be doing something called easing. All that means is I'm going to slow the rate at which that I'm printing the monopoly money. At the time, I told you on my radio show and my podcast that he was lying. How did I know that? I'm psychic? No. Although I wouldn't blame you for thinking so. After listening to this podcast, no, no, I knew he'd have to keep printing because guess what they were doing? They were passing the infrastructure bill, the trillion dollar infrastructure package. And we have no cash money left to pay for that. The only way to pay for it, because there was no funding included, was to print money. So I knew the Fed was lying when they said they were going to slow down the printing presses. They'd have to print money. And sure enough, they are. So much so that your standard globalist, elite, corrupt Wall Street types are beginning to freak out. I'm not sure how these people thought we were going to pay for the infrastructure bill, seeing as there was no real cash dollar funding attached. The time to stop this would have been when Congress was going to pass it, but they said nothing. Now you have these same liberal elite Wall Street corporations going to Reuters and begging them to tell the Fed to stop. The article is called appropriately just stop exclamation point investors want the fed to quit 
buying bonds now. Okay, what are they talking about? What they're talking about is when we need to borrow money to pay for the infrastructure package, we put out treasury bonds, right? People buy them. We owe those people. We pay them back. Except there's not enough people on earth to buy the amount of treasury bonds we're putting out because it's banana republic style spending. So we print monopoly money and we buy our own bonds back. That is what easing is. That's what the Fed, the Federal Reserve, promised they'd stop doing. And when I said they can't stop. Because Congress just passed more monopoly money spending. So here's the article where the Wall Street heavy hitter types, all of whom supported the Democrats, are now begging them to stop. This is how you know, folks, this is bad. The U.S. Federal Reserve, they write, should stop buying bonds immediately to contain rampant inflation. A top investment manager at BlackRock said on Thursday, joining a chorus of Wall Street heavy hitters and investors who've been calling for swifter Fed action to contain rising prices. Okay, they go on to explain what are they mad about? Well, the Federal Reserve said in the fall they were going to stop all this printing, and they've only jacked it through the roof. How much jacked are we talking about? The Fed said that beginning in February, it would increase holdings of Treasury securities by at least $20 billion a month and mortgage-backed securities by $10 billion. So they are printing more of this money, which is lowering the value of your dollar and increasing the price for that six-pack of chicken. Meanwhile, the same Republican goons who voted to make this happen voted for the infrastructure bill, including GOP Senate leader Mitch McConnell and my own senator, Lindsey Graham, regularly go on TV or give speeches on the the floor of the Senate trashing Biden for the inflation they voted for. So on the one hand is the chattering classes, the financial chattering classes, blah, 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 about we hope inflation will end and it needs to stop. They're not telling you it can't. The only way it could stop is if Congress rescinds, rescinds the infrastructure bill. And they're not willing to do that. Even as their constituents' prices at the store go up and up and up and up. They are choking us, which they normally don't care about. But when you see Reuters and these elite institutions begging them to stop, that scares me, folks. The second big thing that just happened scares me, too. Basically, what just happened in Canada is exactly what I warned you was coming last week. That in Canada right now, you can no longer protest the government and maintain a bank account. Think about that. The Canadian government just announced that they've instructed banks insurance companies and financial institutions to seize the accounts of any individual group or business associated with the peaceful political protest and they're using terrorism statutes to do it and wait do you hear who they sent out to announce it christia freeland she is the deputy prime minister and the finance minister of canada but more importantly she's a board member of the world economic Forum. You know the people behind the Great Reset who want to replace capitalism with communism and a one-world government worldwide where you'll own nothing and be happy? The people whose slogan is Build Back Better, the same slogan Biden chose for his re-election campaign. By the way, the World Economic Forum used it first. They've been using it since 2015. So it tells you exactly where Biden is coming from. Yes, that chick who is a board member at the World Economic Forum who's Main and only project is the Great Reset to take everything that you have and have the government own it. That woman is who they sent out to announce 
no protest. And if you do, you are no longer allowed to digitally transact. It's a form of cancellation. I was afraid they would take digital. They just did. We are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. This is about following the money. This is about stopping the financing of these illegal blockades. If your truck is being used in these illegal blockades, your corporate accounts will be frozen. The insurance on your vehicle will be suspended. Those poor Canadians, you're thinking. Thank God they don't have that hit. Wait, they do. Our side just missed the whole story here. Let me tell you what this means for you. What donations are they freezing exactly? Oh, those would be the ones that both Americans and Canadians sent to Give, Send, Go. Give, Send, Go is an American tech company. So what just happened? The beginning of digital cancellation. What was just established? The left understands this because everything with them is a test. We never grasp that, so we always fail. What just happened? What was just established in Canada is that you... And I can no longer support freedom-oriented causes digitally by donating outside of the borders of the United States of America. They just won that. And it is huge. You could try to digitally get money to them, but they'll be canceled. And so will the money. But it only goes one way. This morning, if you would like... On GoFundMe, you can still donate to Black Lives Matter, which is also under investigation, by the way, in Canada, because Patrice Kyler's, it was found, bought a mansion in Canada as well. Yeah, you can give to them all day long, and they burnt down cities and killed people, including a father of five who was burnt alive in a pawn shop in Minneapolis that was burnt down by a Black Lives Matter supporter. So that's all cool. Murder's cool. Massive destruction. $2 billion worth of destruction. 1500 Buildings destroyed alone just in the city of Minneapolis. That's all good. You can donate to that this morning from anywhere on earth, but not us. No, we're not allowed to support people who sing hems in the street, protest peacefully against the tyranny of vaccine passports, i.e. having to get government permission to cross borders. So this just became an international norm and you lost your ability to support freedom-oriented groups around the around the globe. And our side hasn't even figured it out yet. Our leaders will say nothing about this. They'll miss entirely what just happened and the fact that this victimizes American tech companies who our government has stood up for before in conflicts with Europe and other countries. But it's worse than that. Not only is the precedent horrific, but the left is watching. They're watching GOP leaders. They're watching our leadership to see if we have any reaction at all. Folks, can you imagine if some government, which would immediately be tarred as racist, um, stopped the transfer of Black Lives Matter funds around the globe? The Democrats would go wild, especially if the main funding arm for Black Lives Matter was out of America, as is Give, Send, Go, the funding arm for this now it's an american again american company call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. They would have started led, you know, sponsored legislation, but our leaders have had no response, nor will they. They're too stupid or self-interested. So we just lost our rights. You and I are no longer going to be able to, uh, to support freedom-oriented uh, freedom causes around the globe. But what about the rest of the story? Did the mainstream media and even our media get wrong? Fuck, the only people who got this story right in terms of the implications? Breitbart. Here's the headline. Trudeau invoked Emergency Act only after Biden administration urged Canada to use federal powers. Now we're on to something. The White House volunteered the other day that our intel agencies were working with the Canadian government to stop the truckers. That should terrify you. Biden urged Trudeau just a few days ago to use federal powers, and then he did. That was the Biden administration giving Trudeau coverage to take those American funds and lock up the funds of our tech company that was sponsoring the convoy. In other words, the funds that are within that country that they can lock up. Breitbart nails how this went down. Quote, the Biden administration has said publicly that the truckers have freedom of speech while telling Canadian officials that the U.S. wanted to see the border protesters cleared and they wanted a federal solution i.e. use the terror statutes to freeze the accounts. Now, for the true big picture, our side and our media just cannot grasp. I, w- I want to choke them this morning. Not literally, obviously, with rhetorically. But here's the problem. They keep erroneously referring to this as Trudeau's vaccine mandate. It is not. It is Trudeau's and Biden's. Biden has the identical vaccine mandate on our side of the Canadian border. And it's like our side has forgotten this. They're working hand in glove. And while our side, the cause of freedom, has actually notched victory, Saskatchewan, I think in Alberta, it's a little weird right now. I I think they're going to get rid of the mandates. Ottawa just announced that they're getting rid of the mandates by March 1st. So we're winning there, but we haven't won on our own side of the border. Biden's vaccine mandate for truckers is still in place. Now, don't be confused. You think, wait, I thought the Supreme Court struck that down. No, no, no. It struck down the worker vaccine mandate. This is a different one put in place by the Department of Homeland Security. We haven't even figured this out. This applies to our truckers. That is why our vaccine mandate went into effect almost simultaneously with Trudeau's. We were about a week and a half behind, but they planned it together. Bottom line, the precedent here is terrifying. Here's what you just learned if you're the liberal world elite left. If they freeze our financial support for freedom fighters from the U.S. via our tech companies to anywhere in the world, our own conservative leadership and certainly our Republican leadership won't say a word. And that, 
might have been a loss for them, only on the Canadian side in terms of the vaccine passport. But it was a huge win in terms of asserting the ability, as I've been telling you since the beginning of the Battleground podcast, what they want to do is expand cancellation, which right now is digital and applies to your social media accounts mainly, into the financial realm. They just notched a huge win there. And I don't even think our side noticed. Which brings us to the third big thing that just happened. The total blackout of the news that Russiagate was never real. It was actually Hillary who was illegally spying on Trump. This morning, the UK Daily Mail had this staggering headline. La, 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 they write, can't hear you, how the liberal media outlets that relentlessly pushed Russia collusion smear have totally ignored Durham's revelation that Hillary spied on Trump. CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, NBC, and CBS all pass on the story. They're blacking it out. Folks, these are crimes that Hillary committed. And this is not a rumor. This is not a leak. This information about Hillary spying comes out of a court filing in our federal courts filed under penalty of perjury. And so they're trying to, MSNBC did a little piece on this this morning. They didn't acknowledge what it was, but they tried to pass it off as a conspiracy theory. It is not as this thing that's buzzing on the right. It is not. It is a court filing by John Durham, a special prosecutor appointed by the Attorney General of the United States of America, again, under penalty of perjury in a court case. It was almost surreal, y'all, watching Corrine Jean-Pierre, White House spokesperson, deny any knowledge of this. She can't admit it's real because they got a huge problem. See, the director of the CIA, John Brennan, back in September of 2016, notified Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and the FBI that Hillary was doing the spying, that Hillary had concocted the Russia collusion delusion. It was fake. She'd made it up to help her campaign. The implications of that are staggering. That means the entire time the FBI was investigating Trump, they knew it was bogus. They knew not only that Hillary had done it, but that it was the outcome of crimes her campaign had committed, including the illegal spying. How do we know this? Well, former CIA director John Brennan, in his own handwriting, his own notes, took notes during the meeting where he informed everyone. It was actually a series of meetings in his own handwriting. Now, why would he tell them? Well, two reasons. He wanted to make sure the FBI, Biden, and Obama knew that Hillary's campaign was doing this because there could be some blowback for the Democrat Party, including the DNC. He was also worried because it caused a national security problem. This was bound to piss off a nuclear-armed nation. I mean, it's practically an act of war to accuse Russia of trying to collude and interfere in a U.S. election. And the reason uh, that Brennan informed them of this was uh, he wanted them to know that Russia appeared to be or could be feeding the Hillary Clinton campaign disinformation to use against Trump. So think about all the coverage, all those years, all those CIA people, FBI people, um, you know, director of national intelligence who went on TV and pretended like this was real and we had to get to the bottom of it. They always knew the bottom of it was Hillary's crimes. They did it anyway. So the media is in a weird position. If they acknowledge this happened, the proof is right there in the handwriting of the CIA director that Joe knew that in a normal functioning society 
makes him an accessory to a crime. Ditto for Obama, the FBI, the CIA, and everybody else. The result is this bizarre situation where the media, including the New York Times and Washington Post, who won a joint Pulitzer for their reporting on Russiagate, all of which we now know is a creative writing exercise, completely fake, it puts them in a very awkward position. They are now having to ignore a scandal many times the magnitude of Watergate, but in the exact same style as Watergate. Think about that. Can you imagine if Watergate happened and no one covered it? It's happening again right now. The largest political scandal in American history and the media, the complicit media, is blacking it out. Will they get away with it? I don't know, but their attempt will make for some very good upcoming Battlegrounds America podcast. By the way, if you enjoy the podcast, please help me spread it. That keeps it around. Share it with friends and family. And subscribe on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And then it'll get dropped right onto your phone when I publish. Thanks so much for listening. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.